We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Jody Fortson right to left. Fake handoff to Pacheco. Backing up further is Mahomes. Guns it over the middle. Caught. 20 yard line in the 15 yard line. Angling near side with the block. 10 5. Kelsey stretches out for the end zone. Touchdown! Kansas City. Patrick Mahomes to Travis Kelsey. 39 yard touchdown. Deep middle and a great run after the catch by the best tight end in National Football League history. Mitch Holtis yesterday on 106.5 The Wolf. Uh, what you didn't hear was Jalen Ramsey because he wasn't in the picture. Oh, my God. In my notes, I have Jalen Ramsey made Ooh. to look like a fool on that play. Yes. Like Jalen Ramsey looked like a guy who was playing at Bethune-Cookman or East Toenail State or some Division Three school that you don't know anything about, like Sol Ross State University, where I called the game an outside. Sol Ross State University. Sol Ross. S-U-L space R-O-S-S space S-T-A-T-E. Wow. Sol Ross State Sol University. Ross State. Okay. Or Sam Houston State. You ever right. see a football player come out of Sam Houston no. State? Or, you know, somebody that has no business being on the uh, the field in the National Football League, somebody from, you know, um, what, what, San, San Luis Obispo Junior College, you know, something of that nature. That's what Jalen Ramsey looked like yesterday on that play by Travis Kelsey. I don't know. Schooled. I mean, he didn't he didn't school a guy you've never heard of before. He schooled one of the best in the game today in Jalen Ramsey like that. And Jalen Ramsey it. made plenty of plays in this game. That was not one but that, of them. W- that was definitely wow. not one of them. No, it was definitely not. It wasn't even close. But like and, you and, got Kelsey. You did. Big yeah, time. Yeah. And 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 I'm thinking yesterday, and I hear Mitch with, with that call. And that's the first time I've heard Mitch, you know, with that call here. Um and, and I thought yesterday, I'm done trying to come up with these compelling takes about how good Travis Kelsey is, right? Why do we bother with this anymore? Why are we going out there? And putting out like hot takes on Travis Kelsey and trying to find different ways to talk about Travis Kelsey. There's really no other way to talk about it other than the best that ever lived at that position. And you look at what Travis Kelsey has done and the the post-game notes that have arrived from the Kansas City Chiefs. Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey are basically one or two or three or four or five in every single quarterback receiver type of category that is out there on the market today. They are tied now with Len Dawson and Otis Taylor for the most quarterback pass catcher touchdowns in franchise history. In franchise history, they are tied for number one at that spot. Travis Kelsey now second, 137 games with a catch. I mean, it's absolutely insane. Travis Kelsey has 12 touchdowns this year. That's third for him, too. Yeah, yeah. that's third all time in Chiefs history in a season. Three behind Dwayne Bowe and Tyreek Hill, who had 15 in 2010 and 2020. I mean, Travis Kelsey just continues to go out there and make play after play after play after play. And that's why I'm looking at it and I'm like, I'm just done trying to find superlatives to describe how good he is. There's no more using the term he's arguably the best tight end or when the career is over, we'll look back and no, right now we talk about the greatness of Patrick Mahomes. We're witnessing the greatness of Travis Kelsey as well and probably should appreciate it a little bit more because there's not as much left of Travis Kelsey as there will be with Patrick Mahomes based on the age difference. But what Travis Kelsey is doing right now is nothing short of remarkable. Go watch that play again. That, uh, that it's unbelievable. That touchdown play again. 
<laughs> it's unbelievable. He just, yeah, he just left that guy yeah. in the dust. Yeah. A really, really, like a good matchup. Yeah. Like Jalen Ramsey can match up with Travis Kelsey. It was Jalen Ramsey, and Man. Travis Kelsey made him look like I, I don't even know who. There was a Ramsey Outdoor store in New Jersey when I was growing up that sold like hunting and fishing gear. Looked like a clerk from Ramsey that, Outdoor store. That guy that gives the financial advice, Ramsey guy. Fred, yeah. yeah. Right? Uh, no, I don't remember. Josh Ramsey, Gordon? No, Got it's Gordon. Books. Right? It's Gordon Ramsey. Well, it could be Gordon Ramsey, too. That's fine. Yeah. That's but who fine. is the guy? Jack Ramsey? Isn't there a Jack Ramsey? Yeah, tells you to save all your money and does all that stuff. Maybe know? screams at you. Gordon be... Ramsey. Well, that's the one that calls you a donkey. There's a Gordon Lightfoot. That one's the one that calls you a donkey. Yeah, who is that guy? Todd Ramsey? Now you're going <laughs> to. He's the guy who says pay cash for everything, right? Yeah. It's yeah. Dave Ramsey. Dave yeah, Ramsey. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. Don't have any debt. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Thanks, Dave. Good advice. <laughs> and Jack Ramsey, wasn't he uh, the former ESPN basketball Yeah, he was a doctor. doctor. He was yeah. a doctor. Dr. Jack yeah, Ramsey. Dr. Jack. Yeah. That's correct. Yeah, I don't know that he's with us anymore. Mm. I, he may be. I don't, I don't know. I'm I'm out of the trying to predict whether somebody's dead or alive business. And he was Ramsey A-Y, I believe. Yeah. Dr. Jack. Dr. Jack. Yeah, yeah. Dr. Jack was spelled differently. Yeah, it is Dave Ramsey yeah, coming in. Somebody says Gordon Ramsey got cooked. You're mm-hmm. right. He did. I would say he got Kelsey. Also, the uh, the defense deserves uh, credit again. They're they're playing really well. They're, um, they're underrated, man. Granted, quarterback, you never have never done anything. But also, I think I'll spin it and say, also quarterback, you've never seen play before. <laughs> you know, what I mean? like yeah, what are you going to do? He was he. I thought that kid was really really fast, and he got outside and was trouble. And I kept waiting for like the Chiefs maybe to like almost like go old school college spy on the on mm-hmm. the quarterback. No, that that's was Bolton's really job. He does that every week. He was he was really, really good. Yeah. I thought I thought really really fast. And you know, I don't know how much of the offense he knew or how much of the offense they had to create in a week's time to to get this kid ready, but I thought he was solid. That that's a that's a challenge for a for a defense. Yeah. The uh the unknown of it all. But they continue to make big stops. They got the turnovers at, at key times when uh, the Rams might have thought they were still in the game. Uh-huh. The defense shut the door. And and then the sacks that have mounted up over the last, what, three weeks. Yeah. They've been getting to the quarterback, too. Everything we've asked, uh, now they're they're doing. You know, I, I'm looking at a defense, and, and like you mentioned, you may not have known the quarterback, but they held the man to 100 yards passing yesterday. I mean, when you can do something like that in an NFL game and not give up a touchdown until, what, the fourth quarter or whatever it was. Like, I mean, th- this was a legit defensive effort. Chris Jones was all over the place yesterday. Mike Dana was making an appearance. George Karloftis got a sack yesterday. I thought Frank Clark played well. You didn't hear his name called a whole heck of a lot on the TV version of things, but I felt like Frank Clark was like, he was all over the place. Willie Gay was a beast yesterday too. I mean, like, Legereus Sneak. I'm going to leave somebody out. I, I just am. I mean, there were so many great plays made by that defense yesterday. And at the beginning of the year, I said that this team has the best one to 53 man roster under Andy Reed. And they're showing it right now from an offensive defensive special teams. Boom, mix it all together in a bowl. This is the best one to 53 man roster that they've had under Andy Reed. They have never been this good on defense and this reliable on defense under Andy Reed as they are today on the 28th day of November. This is the most reliable defense that Andy Reed has had as well. We will chat to defense and much, much more with, Forever Chiefs linebacker Derek Johnson. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Joins us next. Off my bumper traffic. Four-time Pro Bowler. With the 15th selection in the 2005 NFL Draft, the Kansas City Chiefs select Derek Johnson, linebacker from Texas. Johnson's got it! He's sacked at the 41. Two-time All-Pro. Breeze out of the shotgun. In trouble! And it's going to be sacked back at the 22! Johnson on a linebacker blitz. And the Chiefs leading tackler. Green pass. Boom! Derek Johnson. 
Johnson. It's time to check in with our forever linebacker, Derek Johnson. By time, he's lit up. Derek Johnson, that time had all Lynch wanted. DJ joins us each and every Monday, brought to you by Community America Credit Union. Believe in the unbelievable at communityamerica.com and the Sheet Metal Workers Local Union number two. Well, DJ, I think when you look at the game from uh, from yesterday and everything that kind of took place, it was one of those games where you're just happy to kind of go out there and get that win and and look forward to the Cincinnati Bengals. At least that's kind of the way that I took it. little sloppy out there in the second half, but hey, man, in the NFL, is a win is a win. You put it in your pocket and you move on to the next, right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, we're, we're, we're clearly <laughs> uh, better than uh, the Rams, but uh, um, it's, uh, at the end of the day, it's always great to get a win especially in November and December. We're playing our best ball. Uh, you know, at times we, we did look sloppy at times, but um, um, we, we clearly uh, dominated the game, um, probably won in every category. Um, um, Pat, Pat continues to, <laughs> to just uh, amaze me with some throws that he's, that, that he's throwing. And uh, even though, um, um, you know, nobody receiver-wise, you know, got off all the way like a 100-yard game, uh, everybody's touching the ball, 9, 10, 11 players touching the ball. And that's when we're at our best uh, playing on the offense side of the ball. So uh, um, for Andy Reid, man, it's just, you know, he just, it's, it's almost on cruise control right now. It's like, uh, I, I don't want to say that in a bad way, but in a way of, hey, we're rolling in and out of these teams throughout November, and uh, it's looking good for us right now. And and you got a big one, though, coming up against Cincinnati. I mean, this, this one is one I think all of us circled when the schedule came out because it's a revenge for two games last year, one preventing us from going to the Super Bowl again. I, I, like, I don't know about you, DJ, and how a player operates, but like about halftime yesterday, I was like, all right, it's time for Cincinnati. Let's just, <laughs> let's just get through these final 30 minutes and, and say, let's go, man, because this, this is a big one, and you know how Mahomes is when it comes to getting revenge on people. Absolutely. He's, he's probably one of the best uh, to ever do it uh, when it comes to uh, getting back at a team. And uh, believe it or not, uh, I know, you know, uh, being politically correct, uh, all the players, they, they say, oh, no, this is just a game, you know, boom, boom. But yeah, I, I know as a player, there's a little bit extra coming on this week just because we know that uh, we could have got to the Super Bowl if, you know, if they wouldn't have knocked us off at home, which is a big deal. So uh, we, we remember that. Trust me, we remember that. Kind of like you get revenge on Jeff Triplett, or is there anything like that? Like. <laughs> You know, <laughs> I wish I could. If that was legal, I wish I could do that. I wish. Gosh, opening up old wounds. Well, I mean, Bob, I, I'm geez. just thinking uh, the Titans highlights are on right now against the Bengals, and I'm thinking about, like, what revenge would DJ want to get? I'm thinking, well, Jeff Triplett's the only person you want to get revenge against. Oh, my goodness. I just, I just want to. Well, maybe re- Todd Haley, too, but, you know. <laughs> that is even better, by the way. But uh, with, with with Jeff Triplett, if I can just get him in a room and just say, "Hey, let's just watch a couple plays. Just tell me just what he's film think, review. Right? <laughs> Come on, man. But uh, no, nah, there's a couple people on that list. But uh, uh, Jeff is definitely at the top of that one. <laughs> Who else is on the list? Let's <laughs> air it out today, Todd, DJ. Todd Haley. Todd Haley. But you know what? I got. I think I have my. I got my revenge. So I, I'm good on that. You're good on that front. Right. Yeah, I, I hear you on that. <laughs> All right. Uh, Yesterday could have been a little bit tricky. Discuss the nuances of of facing a quarterback that you really just don't have any tape on. I mean, it doesn't happen a lot at the professional level. You seem to kind of know everything about everybody. That kid yesterday, he didn't play at all. I mean, how do you prepare as a defense? Yeah, you you, you don't. You you get in the game and uh, um, you, you have to have in-game adjustments. And it is hard. It is hard. Luckily, uh, um, the young player isn't quite there yet you know it's, it's a lot of things he has to work on um, I don't even think he threw for 100 yards or right at 100 yards so uh he, he's definitely you know not quite ready uh good for us but having no tape on him um just makes it harder you know he's an athletic kid so uh, he's gonna run around a little bit and uh he, he got out of some some situation where you say wow that, that was pretty good but when it comes to trying to beat the Chiefs, you got to be able to throw the ball down the field. You got to be able to score touchdowns, and uh, they only scored ten points. So uh, uh, even though you say, "Oh, they didn't beat them," you know they didn't really blow them out. Uh, 
16, 17 point um, um, deficit over somebody is actually a blowout in the NFL. Like mm-hmm. in the in the college leagues, you got to beat somebody by 30 or 40 points to say, hey, I blew them out. But in, in the NFL, if it's 16, 17 points, that's like, all right, I, I, I dominated you. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad you said that because at, at times we take what this team does for granted. And if they don't win 30 to 10 every week, we're like, dang, man, what went wrong out there? But you look around this league and every game is within, you know, a, a touchdown. You win by double digits. You win by two scores in this league. You put your stamp on this thing, man. Yeah, absolutely. Well, it's a lot of parity in in, in NFL. So when, when you talk about um, teams, they, it can be bad teams, teams that you know record isn't that good. They have uh, injury issues or whatever it is. Uh, if you can if you can beat them by more than you know two touchdowns or whatever, two or three possessions, that's that's that that's domination in the NFL, and that other team knows it. Like yesterday, uh, you the Rams. Walking off from the field, like wow, we got you know they, they dominate us. We kind of it's kind of a blowout, uh, but you know we're kind of spoiled in, in a good way because we in in game and out of uh, different weeks, in and out of weeks, we're making sure that we're taking care of business each time, and uh, we're just we're just hard to beat. We're just a little bit better than everybody else, man. I keep saying that. Uh, um, um, I'm just I was so proud of the the defense. I mean, uh, I can't, when you talk about defense, you got to talk about uh, Nick Bowden. You got to talk about him first. You know, he, he's just he's just uh, uh, surprising me every week. I mean, and maybe I shouldn't get surprised anymore. Like, he's coming up with big plays and he's getting better and better and he's staying healthy. Uh, my hat's off to him. He's a young guy that's, that's, that's I mean, what, about top five uh, tackler in the league. I mean, he's, he's doing well. And then Snead is chipping in, doing his things, making plays. Uh, when it comes to coverage, making plays in the sacks. Uh, Chris Jones is, you know, he, you know, he's just a man among boys uh, out there. I think he he had a little extra in him, knowing that Aaron Donald was on the other end, and 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 he's a man among boys. So uh, it's it's pretty cool to to see the guys running around and having a lot of uh, um, success on defense side of the ball. Chris Jones even went out and I. Guarded a dude on a pass yesterday. <laughs> kind of, yeah, yeah. I, I, I know, I know. He, he's just he's just freakish when it comes to athletic ability, and he's so big. He's just massive. If you ever have a chance to shake his hand and be around him, of course, he's a teddy bear because he laughs a lot. But at the same time, he is a grown man. DJ, let's talk Travis Kelsey. I'm done trying to find superlatives to describe him. He's the best tight end we've ever seen play. And that touchdown where he made Jalen Ramsey look like Dave Ramsey was like, whoa, what is going on out here? Like Travis Kelsey just put on a display on that touchdown reception. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I've been watching Travis for a while. I'm I'm, I'm biased when it comes to him. Uh, When it, you know, obviously I played with him, but Travis routes are legendary it really is it's on another level um me being in the nfl for 14 years i've seen plenty of routes i'm just telling you he's just different i mean he's really different it's just high level competition and 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 at the top of his route it's different like nobody else runs routes the way he does uh cornerbacks can't cover him safeties can't cover him linebackers Sure as hell can't cover. I mean, he's he's really really good, man. I mean, I I just I mean I I, I don't want to jinx him anything, but he's just uh, when I say legendary, there's no tight end that runs routes uh, that's as smooth and as crisp and and just it, he 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 does a lot in his routes. It's not if he's running an out route, a ten yard out, eight to ten yard route, he's going to give you some stuff where you say, hey, coach, I don't know what the heck he is doing. Like he's He's going to give you that much juice and then get you on the out and you, your head's going to be spinning just like uh, Ramsey, who's probably one of the best uh, cornerbacks in the in the league and been that way for a while. So, uh, it, I mean, that's I mean, I, I just can't say enough about what Travis Kelsey does for our football team. Well, which brings me to my next point too, DJ. You, you, it is Jalen Ramsey, and he's legit. And Travis Kelsey, again, made him look like a high school kid out there on that touchdown pass. Is Travis Kelsey the most uncoverable guy in the NFL? I, I think so. I think so. Ne- next to Tyreek, obviously. But um, I think there's, there's uh, believe it or not, even though Tyreek is so fast, um, 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 he, 
I think it's harder to cover um, um, to Travis Kelsey because he's coming from a tight end position, and he's just his routes are different. Tyreek stuff is a lot down the field. He, you know, they do a, you know, they're two different guys, but um, Travis is he can use his body more. Um, I mean, I've I've seen everybody try to cover him, and nobody can cover him. I'm I'm literally like, I've seen people cover Tyreek, believe it or not, mm-hmm. but. No, I haven't really seen anybody just shut down Travis Kelsey and just, I mean, even on that route, just to go back to that route with uh, Jalen Ramsey, he did a great job by making sure uh, he had inside leverage and uh, um, Travis tried to get inside, but he, he just couldn't. So Travis said, okay, let me go around him. Let me stack him. And now he really got him. You know, he went inside, outside, then back in. And and Jalen was just kind of looking around like a like a little <laughs> like a little pop warner kid, man. That's uh, I mean, that's it's 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 pretty impressive. It's insane. Yeah, I mean, there's just no other way to put it. Like I'm sitting here as you're talking, smiling and laughing because I'm like, it it's everything DJ is so true. His remote for rewinding on that one. I, right? I mean, but but like nobody can cover <laughs> this guy. Like n- not to take anything away from Tyreek or anything like that, but. I mean, it's he's such a matchup nightmare. And then now, as as DJ mentioned, his his route running it is, is just, I mean, it's incredible. I mean, there's, there's nobody can stop the guy. Yeah. And, and coming from the tight end position at times, he's not he's not flex. He's he's his cash. He's actually part of the off the line. And now it's like, hey, you want to you want to put a cornerback on him? Now we're running the ball like 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 you can't really. You know, predict what's going to happen at the tight end position. I think that's probably one of the uh, most important, impact impactful position. If you can have a real tight end that can actually block and actually uh, run good routes and catch the ball, I think you you know we, we actually have a gem in him. But you know, other teams they need to look at the Chiefs and say, hey, this is how you build a build a um, build an offense. You know, for years to come. Get a Superman at quarterback, <laughs> and get a and get somebody uh, uh, at the tight end position. That's uh, that's that's pretty good to say the least. Simple game, really. It's really it's really simple when we break it all down. <laughs> DJ, we can't get your revenge just yet with Jeff Triplett, but hopefully we can all get a little uh, Cincinnati revenge, and we'll talk to you next week. Absolutely, y'all take it easy. That's uh, Derek Johnson joining us here on Six Ten Sports Radio, as he does each and every Monday at uh, seven thirty. Oh, he had that little chuckle. Linebacker sure as hell can't cover him. <laughs> <laughs> From the text line, his route running is impregnable. <laughs> that's, yeah, true. Well, that's what Tyson says. That's right. Yeah. yeah. I would agree. I would agree. I like uh, well done. <laughs> From one great defender to another, my locker room chat with Legereus Sneed. Next. You were uh, lamenting a little bit earlier about, you know, Chris Jones getting paid, right? Big contracts. Uh, yeah. Uh, Legereus Sneed's going to need to get paid, too. He's going to need way. to get paid as well. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. Him and Bolton and I can wait Bolton Chris for Jones. a little bit longer. Obviously. I don't know how much longer you can. Well, I mean, he is under contract, yeah, so you yeah. do have that benefit. But, but Sneed, Sneed's, he's only got two years left now, though. Sneed's ticking. Yeah, Snead is a great player, right? Man. I love and watching And I know that play. they, at times, have been accused of not committing to defensive backs. I mm-hmm. think this one you do. Yeah, probably. I think this one you do. He's you young know. enough. He's good enough. And by gosh, people yeah. like him, right? Yeah. yeah I, I even tweeted out yesterday, I have the need for Snead. That's great. I've never seen that one before. Did you tweet that out, actually? The hell, I didn't. Oh, yes, okay. I did. Of course you did. Of course I did. Yeah. I feel the need, got more, got the more, need for Sneed. Got more traction than a, than a legitimate uh, sports take. Let's see. It? Let, 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 let's see. Hang on. Hang on. No, I don't want to know. It's, it's not even close. Hang on. Hang on. It's not even close. I have the, no, it didn't really get that much oh, from really? yesterday. Okay. No. Right. No. Maybe well, because it's been there before. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. A redo, a redo. Yeah, no, wasn't that good. Sorry. That's the first time I've uh, tweeted that. But I'm, well, one, I'm in the, I'm in the, I'm in the Chris Jones camp. He has, he's shown. I mean, he's, he's different. He's different than what's going on in the NFL. So I work out something uh, with an extension. I probably upfront money to get it done mm-hmm. rather than back end stuff that he doesn't yeah, it's probably all want. fake money that, that nobody's going to see. That yeah. he, he, he won't want. Right. Mm-hmm. So I'm getting him a, the big upfront. I'm taking the hit. I'm keeping him for, you know, three years or whatever. Um, and Legereus needs getting a second contract here too. Mm-hmm. If I have five, five spending their money. Yes. Uh, Cause he is, he is absolutely legit. Um, 
Got a chance to uh, catch up with him in the postgame locker room and finally good to see some big uh, takeaways from this defense. Oh, you know, man, we just go play by play, you know, take the plays that come to us. And this week it fell on our way, fell our way, and we made the plays that came to us. Felt great, though. What is the key to forcing more, more turnovers, and has that been a point of emphasis for you? Uh, yeah, it's been a point of emphasis for us. You know, it just wasn't coming through for us. But, you know, tonight, like I said, it fell through, and we played pretty good. You know, we caught the ball and made the plays that came, and we made it. Discuss the challenges of, of facing a quarterback you don't know a lot about. You guys didn't have much tape on on Perkins and what they were going to do offensively. How tough is that to prepare for during the week? I mean, you know, we prepared for them all week. You know, we didn't know who was going to be up, either 13 or 16, but we prepared, prepared, prepared for both of them. And shout out to our coaches preparing us to get us ready for 16 and 13. And I think we did the game plan. We came out here and executed to our best ability. How much has this defense grown throughout the season, and how much are you guys kind of working off one another right now? Oh, man, you know, we're working as a unit right now. Working as a whole, we're trying to get better and better day by day, practice by practice. You know, we preach that every day. You know, as we play as one, everybody on the same same accord. And, you know, once everybody get the click in there, once everybody start coming together and then the variety comes together, everybody can be stopped. Is this about it as adaptable, maybe a team, as you've been on, where certain guys are in and out? Certain guys are up and down, and, and yet you're kind of plugging people in when you need oh, yes. to, and everybody's kind of stepping up and doing their part, oh, 1 yes. through 53. Oh, yes, man. Shout out to the coaches, you know, getting the young guys ready. You know, they was telling them from the jump. And shout out to the young guys for taking heed of getting ready. Describe your defensive back room and all those all those young guys you're you're around every day. How are they coming along? Oh man, you know it's lovely. They come along. They came in when they first as soon as they stepped in. You know they was ready to play. They were ready to learn. Ready to play ball. You know I'm young myself and I'm still learning. But everything I know, I try to install in them. And everything they know, I still learn from them as well. Yeah, give you a hard time. You're like the you're like the the wise old veteran all of a sudden. Yeah, I'm like the wise young old veteran. You know they listen to me though as well. And shout out to them for listening. To me. All right, three straight road games now. You guys are gonna be you guys are gonna be here for a while. Oh yeah, man, you know, but our fans travel, so we should be all right. You know, a little revenge game next week. Is oh, yeah, that on your yeah, mind we now? Ready. We ready for that. Yeah, you know, we got to pay them back for what happened last year. That one sticks out, or probably yeah. both of them stick out, right? Both those matchups with Cincinnati stick yeah. out. So this one been on the calendar for a while. I'm... Been on the calendar for a while. I'm pretty sure our coaches marked it as well. You know, <laughs> he had a big smile. Is yeah, pretty sure our coaches marked it. Yeah, as well. I, I would imagine. It's, uh, Legarius Sneed, who uh, uh, I may have offended because uh, he's uh, he's only 25. So. He's, he feels like the veteran, the veteran in that uh, that secondary, that cornerback room for sure right now. He's 25 years old. One yeah. of the things that he said there that I, I really, like, we, you and I laughed about it, you know, when he was saying it was he, he's shouting out to the younger guys for listening to him, right? But I think that's big because a lot of times, you know how 20-year-old kids are. They come into any job and they think they have all the answers and the people who have been there are idiots and they're dopes and they don't know anything. But sometimes if you take a step back and look at the older guy, the guy who's been around for a couple a of years. 25-year-old, old, young man. But what's or whatever this, his third year in the league, right? Yeah. Don't you, You're telling me like Brian Cook and, and Trent McDuffie and every draft pick that they had this year around the defensive back room shouldn't be looking at Legereus Sneed and going, um, you're a superstar. I'm going to do everything that you're doing so I can be as good as you. Like Legereus Sneed is the perfect guy if you're a defensive back. That you should be following. Joshua Williams says, be, yeah, I was a fourth-round pick, too. Okay, you're a fourth, you were a fourth-round pick. Okay. Right, and now you're going to cash in pretty okay, big? I'm going to yeah. do what you're doing. That yeah. seems kind of smart. I, Jalen Watts I, is like, I wasn't even a fourth-round pick. That looks smart. I'll do that. Right, I'll do that. Like, there's a lot of young defensive backs in this organization that should be looking up to Legereus Sneed because, I, I don't know, except for the play he went off and went into the blue tent um, and then came back out like one play later, Every play that's made on that field involves either Bolton or Legereus Sneed. And 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 Sneed is not just good, you know, in the defensive backfield. That dude is good at the line of scrimmage. That dude is good blitzing the quarterback. That dude is good at knocking the ball out of the air. He had two passes defended in yesterday's game, right? I mean, he does it all. I don't know that we've seen a defensive back this good. Name the guy. Name the guy. Like, you could take each defensive back well, over the years. Like, how Marcus good. Peters was really good. But he wasn't good in the run game. Like, this guy and is. There he wasn't was good blitzing the quarterback. Others, and he was, was a douche. Yeah, there was, there was so, locker like, room. He, was, he wasn't shouting out for, to, the, uh, to the young guys for, to listening right. to him because the young guys probably weren't listening to it. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah. right. Like, nobody, you know, the guy was yelling at Bob Sutton on buses and things. So, here's the thing. When you combine everything, like an all-around defensive back, 
Eric Berry, maybe probably the last legit one that we saw here that made plays like this consistently and was this good and could do everything on the field. Probably was he's, Eric Berry. He's a young Tyron Matthew. I mean, that's where I see that's you've moved him into the role. Just do everything. Yeah. We'll line you up in the slot when we need to. We'll put you outside when we need to. We'll have you guard their best guy at times. We'll have mm-hmm. you blitz. We'll have you do like he's the Swiss Army knife. Um, and he does everything really, really well. I just wish we would have seen better years from Tyron Matthew, except for that first year. Like the last year and a half were not good, memorable years, right? You saw how great he was in 2019. Sneed's playing better than that guy did in 2019. And Tyron Matthew was a star in 2019 for this team that won the Super Bowl. Legereus Sneed, man, is he getting run nationally? Do we know? Like, is anybody talking about him on ESPN about great defensive backs in this league or just great defensive players in this league? Because if you're not mentioning Legereus Sneed as as an all-pro at this point in time, you're missing out on some of the best defensive back play we've seen in a very long time. Another candidate to avoid Brett Veach eye contact. That's Um, exactly right. He will make uh, just a scotch over a million dollars next year. Yeah, he needs to he needs to knock on that door and say, "Excuse me, uh, here, Brett Veach. I hear you have yeah. a town name for yeah. you. Yeah. Shovel some of that tax yeah, dollar so money my way. Just avoid, just avoid that. He'll enter the final year of his uh, rookie deal and make, uh, like I said, just a scotch over a million. Yeah, kind of a bargain, kind of a bargain. So yes, go ahead and avoid him. Go ahead and avoid him too. Um, nobody was happy with what went down with uh, with with Sky Moore in the punt return game there yesterday, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Andy Reid. Uh, was asked about uh, this being it now for uh, for Sky uh, returning. Well, we'll, we'll see. Um, that wasn't a very good showing for him, although he came back and had that nice catch right after that, which for a young kid to kind of get that out of his mind, I thought was a, a plus. <laughs> Almost like, yeah, but did you see his catch? <laughs> That's the like, way it should be, turning, though. Just turning, yeah. just turning the court. Why belabor this thing? I mean, we know we know what it's about. It's Dave Tobe's fault. Stop putting him back there. It's not on Sky more yeah. anymore. I, I had to laugh, though, because he's like, well, <laughs> we'll see. Just go ahead and say, yeah, the change is permanent. We're not, yeah. he's, he's not doing this anymore. He's not doing this anymore. Has Andy Reid ever? I mean, he hasn't even thawed the turducken yeah, from no, a year ago, no. so I he's not expect- going to commit to this I right now. I to commit to it, but uh, in their mind, they have to. Right. Have to, have to, Publicly, have to. publicly, he won't commit yeah. to it, but behind the scenes, he's done. Like, he's absolutely yeah. 100% he's done. He's done some nice stuff for you in the receiving game now. Just go ahead and do that. Yeah. Keep him in the receiving game, because I think he's really good, and, you know, it, it's it's not going to be a popular take, but I like Sky Moore. I think he's a really good football player, except when they put him in positions where he's not a good football player. And that's returning the punts. That's on the coaching staff. That's on Dave Tobe. They've got to stop doing that. And and I think he gave him one more opportunity because you were down numbers and he was the next guy up. So you put him back out there, but you don't need to put him back out there anymore. And they got that done quick. Justin Watson was out there. If Kadarius Tony's healthy, if McCole Hardman's healthy, we're not talking about Sky Moore again, dropping a punt. We're just talking about what a weapon he is on offense. I mean, that dude's got like 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 plastic man hands and inspector gadget arms going up and grabbing things and making plays. I'm like, he's really good. And, and I know everybody wants to always focus on negative things. Oh, he's dunking the punt game. It's not his fault. He shouldn't have Get been back there. there. But on offense, this guy's a legit weapon right now. Yeah, I, no, I think he's, he's nice. He's like a 10-yard move the chains type. Come up with a big catch. And he's tough in, in, in traffic, making tough catches. He's tough. The punt return game ain't for him. So no. I hope it's done. And he got bloodied on that punt return. Maybe, maybe that's a bad choice of words because he wasn't bleeding, but he got destroyed. Yeah. He got lit up yeah, like a Christmas tree and, and then, or Mike. your aunt at Thanksgiving. And then he went out there and made some great catches and got destroyed on catches. And he just bounces back up. That's a tough the kid, next man. Possession had an 18 yard catch. Yeah. The next one, the that's next, like his, the next play. That's yeah. where his spot is. So go I ahead love and, him go man. Ahead and leave him there. He's a fun wide receiver to watch. 610 Sports Radio, KCSP, Kansas City, WDF, HC2, Liberty, and Odyssey Station. Still waiting for issues. 
Um, Did you get shoes yet? No. It's getting winter. Maybe they get you some boots. No. I don't. Nope. I think we're done. Still we're waiting good. for our. Uh, our uh, I wear nice, comfortable shoes of my own. Still waiting for our City Connect jerseys, too. <laughs> yeah. That's well, <laughs> fair. I'll beat up at that handle. We'll keep on, we'll keep on waiting. Uh, sideline views from yesterday. Uh, awkward moment right, right before the game started. Mm-hmm. I, I was wearing the same hat as Aaron Andrews. I mean, that's awkward, That right? is weird, yeah. It's really awkward. Did she steal yours or did you steal hers? I was not wearing the same oh, hat. You were. I, thought I, was, I thought I'd do a funny there. Yeah. Oh, my gosh, we were in the same hat. This is all so yeah, embarrassing. You said you and Tom Ronaldi had the this same so hat. so embarrassing. Yeah, yeah. I, I do, though, question. Okay, if you saw Aaron Andrews' hat yesterday, okay, it was just a, a, the hat that sits on top of your head. What is the purpose of that? To keep your, your head warm. Do you, do you really believe in that? Like, I'm a big, like, ear, keep my ears warm mm-hmm. person. And if I'm wearing a, a cap, it's to cover up the hair. You know what I mean? Like, you're just throwing it on yeah. as an access. Or you're but, going outside in the sun and you kind of shade yourself and, a little and bit. And it's cold outside, you know. But the, I, don't, I don't believe as much in the top of the head heat escape. So I don't, I didn't understand the purpose of like a hat like that. And you see plenty of people wearing like, have the, you ever looked at a the, gentleman on the sidelines the, in the cold with all the steam the, coming the off his head, like Nate Newton, the, the, the top of the head coverage. I think, so, I think so. Right. You got to have the ears with it too. Yeah. I, the top of the head coverage is, I mean, it works, works for her. It looks fine. You, you got know? steam coming off these guys. heads I, on the I, sideline. I don't think if she took off the hat, there'd be steam coming off of her head. Probably not, yeah. but, it, but it does escape right from the top of your head. So to have so. us wearing the same hat was awkward. That was very weird. Especially when yeah. I put my ear flaps down on mine, it didn't look. It quite didn't as look cool. as good. Didn't look quite as cool. I have one of those ear flap hats, and I'm going as cousin Eddie to my friend's Christmas party on Saturday. I told him that yesterday. I'd be wearing the robe and the hat and black socks. Mm-hmm. And he's like, All right. <laughs> but yeah, I got the the ear flaps matter, especially when yeah. you're sitting out by the fire pit. It's nice. It's, it's cold. It's, it gets cold out there. Yeah. Um, From the text line, they say it's about style, Josh. Oh, That's why she was. Oh, oh. That's oh, what it is. I'm Come about on, warm. Josh. I'm sorry. I'm about warm. My bad. Um, there were a bunch of a uh, bunch of great signs around the stadium yesterday. I thought it was a nice sign day. We we saw the kid that said was asking television to stop talking about Tyreek Hill. All I want for Christmas is the announcers to stop talking about Tyreek Hill. I love that. Really Really good good. You said in the notes, nice hangover sign. I'm like, yeah, everybody kind of was hungover. It's after the holiday. No, somebody literally had a sign, (laughs) and they were kind of near enough for the Rams tunnel, and all it said was nice hangover, and it was shot at the Rams. I thought it was great. Yeah. Like the Rams have established the 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 worst Super Bowl hangover yeah. ever, and that's n- that's not hyperbole. That's a fact. Dropping to three and eight is the worst uh, rebound from a Super Bowl season ever through eleven games. Right, three and eight is the worst ever a Super Bowl that's defending right. Super Bowl champ has been. So mm-hmm. somebody had said the plain signs just says nice hangover. <laughs> I thought that was really, <laughs> thought that was really creative. Ah, that is good. Uh, my favorite uh, stadium moment. And if you were there at the game yesterday, you participated in it, which was great. Oh, and it translated on TV, too. When um, Sky Moore had the muff punt, everybody's doing the same thing. Like, everybody's grumbling. Mm-hmm. Everybody's grumbling. Justin Watson goes out there and gets the fair catch, and the whole stadium gives an applause. That's the first time I've seen, like, a sarcastic applause in a Chiefs cheer? game in a long time. I know. Yeah. It was great. Was that, that's the like same Romeo Cronell like, era type stuff. Just catch the ball. Don't screw it up. Let's get the offense back on the field. Like they got a first down one time and everybody cheered. The, I mean, like they, they, that. The, yeah. That was funny. The whole stadium clapped. Yeah. When Justin Watson caught the fair catch. Like that was it. We've all seen it. We all know Sky Moore's done. Should be done returning. Justin Watson caught it. We're good. Right. right. We can move on. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. Stadium weighed in. I thought it was great. It so was good. if nothing else, right. Your everybody's question is it going to happen again? Nothing else. The stadium voted. I don't know what we could do about that, but the stadium voted to Dave Tobin and Andy Reid and said, don't do that anymore. Well, that's 78,000 so votes, roughly, yeah, that right? Was, that yeah. was. That was. Those of us watching at home were all in agreement. And uh, it, was, it was legit 78,000 as well, because I think there was about five Rams fans there. There were probably the least infiltrated visitor crowd of the year, I thought. I mean, other than Ben Maller, name a Rams fan. <laughs> it, it, like, je- so Jim there was and I a were- gentleman with the, with the, had a Ram you know, the, the, the Ram horns right. hat on, I, I saw, and there was someone else that had, I saw had like a Super Bowl champs, like a uh, uh, sweatshirt on, mm-hmm. but there, you just looked around the stadium. Like there's like no blue. Like that was the, that was the least traveled team I've seen this year. If, so. if you're looking purely based on fans, 
there's more or were more in St. Louis Rams fans than there are in Los Angeles. And that's a fact, Jack. There's just no other way to put it. There were more fans. Like, if that team was still in St. Louis, there would have been a lot of fans that would have come over for the game, right? There would have been because there were a lot of Rams fans over there in St. Louis. But St. Louis isn't Los Angeles, so we know why they ended up moving. It doesn't mean they're going to have any more fans because they're out there. They just got prime real estate and a nice stadium and ways to make more money than they could have in St. Louis. And so that's why they're back out there in Los Angeles. They feel like that's their roots out there. They've alienated an entire generation out in Los Angeles who had moved on to other things, whether it be the beach or another team or a different sport or whatever the case may be. So they have to rebuild all of that up. We were watching yesterday, speaking of the Rams and their uniforms and all this kind of stuff. We had the Charger game on one TV and the Ram game on the other. Do you realize how identical their uniforms are? Just a different shade of blue. I mean, yeah, that's about it. about it. Watching yeah. them side by side on the yeah. same uh, on two the different TVs. Yeah. Jen and I are like, oh my god, their uniforms are almost identical. They're almost identical. They have to change the shade, and that's what they do in the stadium too, because they they change it over. Yeah, you know, Rams and 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 Chargers, and they put up a bunch of bunting essentially down near the field that just changes the shade of blue. Mm really about it that's about that's, it that's, yeah that's, that's, that's the changeover is but there aren't rams fans i mean so that that's why like if they were still in st louis there probably would have been a decent contingent of rams fans that came for the game it's la it's after thanksgiving they're three and seven they don't have a quarterback why are you even spending time watching this team if, if you truly are a fan at this point in time you've bounced yeah. to the lakers Oof. man you're done Oof. um i went for the halftime hot dog again yesterday oh, good and uh they ran out of ketchup again. Again, why aren't you? Why aren't you putting which some is, of these packets in your pocket before the I, game? And I always forget which one do you hate on the hot dog? I I, I, I don't. I I, mayonnaise is what I hate. <laughs> I mean, when I, you've I don't, only got mayonnaise. You mayonnaise. mayonnaise. I'm not a ketchup fan on my hot dog, and I don't like yellow mustard okay, either. So, so you, I would you go would, dry. You would you would just dry the relish hot dog. maybe. So I went the week before. I went mayo because mm. that's they ran out of the condiments. So I went mayo for the halftime dog, and everybody was barfing at me. I get it, but. The hot dogs are dry without it. This week, ketchup gone, only mustard. So did you mustard? I mustard. Okay. And then I did a couple like that, that you shake the bottle and you, but then you're like, is of this relish? Gonna, no, of, of ketchup. Oh. But it's like, is, is this going to get go all my, over is me? Is it going to go over yeah, your shirt? Is it. this really worth it? Uh, so, so just straight mustard, but they did not have a full complement of, of condiments again. All right. So this is going to sound so bizarre. You mentioned the ketchup bottle. Yes. Have you not learned anything by going to Subway? When they take the mayonnaise and mustard and they bang it on the yeah, counter yeah, yeah, to get yeah. the stuff down I there, I do I that with the, everything now. The, whether I, it's like lotion for my hands, mayonnaise, ketchup, whatever the case may be. If you're low in a bottle, do the subway. Like if you haven't learned from a subway sandwich artist how to get condiments, the rest but of the condiment out of the bottle, where you bang the bottle on the on the counter and then you flip the lid and it still goes. Yeah, it still goes everywhere. Yeah, the you only know. other person who I've ever heard of putting. Mayonnaise on a hot dog is Ron Elvis Hernandez, and that guy weighed like four hundred pounds. That's <laughs> yeah, true. Well, I don't, I, I don't find that. I find that to be a compliment. Then, I, I do you also ball run. up fruit, uh, fruit by the foot, and eat them just as an individual fruit snack? Like an apple, that's also like a, a hand fruit. Do you see Ron Elvis do that too. Yes. Oh wow, that's fantastic. Uh, uh, weird game though yesterday for a number of reasons, but. At one point in the fourth quarter, I look up. Chiefs have a kind of comfortable lead. Yeah, and I look up and. The Rams have more time of possession. And I'm going, well, that's kind of weird. It was at the very start of the fourth quarter. And I looked again, and they had they had less than 150 total yards mm-hmm. and yet had more time of possession. I'm like, this is a weird, this is like a weird game. Doesn't feel like the Rams had the ball a ton. Didn't feel like the Chiefs scored quickly. It felt pretty, but they had like a until that, till the first drive of the fourth quarter for the Chiefs, in which they went on. And uh, ended up getting a field, well, surprise, field goal. Mm-hmm. Um, it it was a time of possession uh, deal the whole way. It was kind of weird. I never see that. Usually, I guess it was a Pacheco touchdown, put him up 20 to three. Mm-hmm. Once they got that that possession, then they took over the time of possession for the game. But like the Rams, who were putting up nothing offensively, somehow held the ball more. Well, that's they, the smart they, play. Were they really? stalling? I mean, they must have been doing a pretty good job of controlling clock. Box the fact one, they weren't doing anything. You know, yeah. pass it around the yeah. arc. Yeah. But that's the smart play if you're the Rams. That's the smart. We've been saying that for years if you're a team trying to beat the Chiefs. Keep them off the field. At one time, Greg Olson even talked about it. He goes, the Rams are doing a nice job of making the Chiefs go on long drives and not allowing them to go three plays and a touchdown, three plays and a touchdown, three plays and a touchdown. Because when you allow them to go three plays and a touchdown, you're creating actually more possession. Possessions 
for the Chiefs by doing it like that. So allow them to go down the field, and they started to do that late in the game. They started to allow them to just kind of drive down the field and take all the time off the clock that they wanted. But I think once McVay got blasted in the head on the sidelines, the <laughs> game was done. pretty much over pretty at that much point done. in time. Yeah. time yeah. And then uh, and, and finally, I was pleased to walk out of the stadium last night and and see my car in the parking lot. Were you expecting it not to be there? There was a chance. <laughs> there was a Hang chance. On, Cyber Monday deals are going on right they're now. They're still going. Yeah, get them before they uh, update. Get them before they're gone. Because then only Cyber Week will continue. Mm-hmm. Different than Cyber Monday. So I, I walked to the stadium, and there was a there was a, a chance that I I wasn't sure my car was going to be there anymore. All right, I'm ready for okay? this. Okay, and it, it's I was pleased to see that it was there. I was pleased with the humanity out there because there was a chance you could have just stolen my car, doors unlocked, and the keys in it. Did you have the doors on the car yesterday? On the Jeep? <laughs> yes, okay. the doors are on the Jeep. Well, you're a little weird with that. You take your doors off yeah, when it's cold. No, I, I've never gone doorless to Arrowhead because I don't want somebody puking in your car, defecating in my yeah. backseat, okay? Uh, I, I need to throw up. I don't, trust you. I don't trust you people that much. <laughs> but yesterday, you could have just stolen my car. So I, I get to I get to Arrowhead just before 11 o'clock yesterday. I'm doing the hit with Dusty on 610. So I'm on the phone with Dusty. We, uh, we, do, our, we do our little bit. I hang up the phone, and I'm, I'm starting, okay, time to go in the stadium. Start to pack up my stuff. Drop my keys in that that little crevice by your seat. You got to get right? that divider that they advertise. Yeah. Got to get that thing now. I got to get that put on the Christmas list. So the car keys dive into the space. You've all been there, right? They dive into the space. This feels like a late night infomercial. At least it wasn't your phone. Right. So dive into the space right by your seat. Like, ah, oh, crap. So I try to fish my hand down there. And of course it's, it's wedged. Okay. So it's got a key fob. And then the keychain's got some other keys on it. And so I do the get out of the car, push the seat up, go to the back seat, try to get your hand, you know, laying in the back seat of the, on the floor of the car, in the back seat, doing the hand. Mm, thing. Of course. Yeah. It's, it's, and it's in the perfect spot where you just, just can't, can't just can't reach it. I'm like, oh. go to my bag. I'm like, I don't have anything to get in there. I grab a pen and I'm trying to wedge, wedge this thing. I'm going, then I'm, at this point now I'm going back seat to front seat. Outside the car, you know, trying to. Why don't you just go to the people tailgating next to you and ask for tongs? That would have been a good idea. I should have went and got some some kind of barbecue gadget. Might have might have been helpful. Somebody had something like two cars down that could have helped. Uh, maybe you. maybe so. And uh, so at some point, I, I get I can get the keychain, and so I'm like, okay, I grab the keychain, and it busts off from the key fob. So I've got the keychain, which has got you know my uh, my uh, my high V fuel saver card, mm-hmm. uh, my gym my gym card. Well, you never use that. And and a house key. Mm-hmm. Okay, but the car keys are still the car fob is still there, and I see it. I'm like, oh my gosh, what's? So I'm I'm doing the front seat back seat thing again. I'm trying to trying to you know. Meanwhile, right, t- clock's ticking. Clock's ticking. Yeah. I'm about 15 minutes into this thing at this point. I'm like, we're on in like 30 minutes. I, I, everything's ready, but. You know, I need to get upstairs, and we got to start the pregame show. So, like, ah. so I, I one more, one more try. Wait, Dan didn't have a tool or something I, he could go down maybe. there with. I just didn't have, I didn't have the time at this point. I was just like, am I going to fish somebody out of the stadium? I'm on the park. So I'm doing the, I'm doing the front, I'm doing the seat up, seat back. You know, and I'm going for one at one of the junctures. The seat either goes up or back. I'm not sure which one, and the fob disappears. <sighs> Like, I don't see it anymore. <laughs> Where the hell did it go? It got knocked under, I think, the, the center console. You know, mm-hmm. under, the, under the parking brake. And I, like, and just, it's gone. And I, I'm like, I, 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 I don't know what to do here. And so I just like, okay, I'm just going to close the door. No one will notice I'm not locking my door, right? And I just went into the stadium. No one's paying attention. And I'm going, okay, if someone's going to come and, like, do the door handle thing, they're going to get in. And if they take a shot, sit in the seat, and push, the, they're starting my car. You're and gone. Stick and, yeah. and, 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 then it's, and then it's not stolen. You left your key in the Correct. car, and you're screwed. Correct. Yeah. And so I, I'm doing the – I go out and look. I'm, I'm looking a lot before the game starts. I'm like, oh, yeah, car's still there. Car's still there. Car's still there. And then literally as I'm running the same, I'm like closing my eyes, I open the door. Oh, car's still there. Thank God. And so I drive home. 
Can somebody find me a coat hanger? <laughs> Fish that stupid thing out of there. And and now it's good. But I, I couldn't find it. No. I had the flashlight out at, at home and I'm doing the thing and it's like a hunting expedition for the stupid key fob. And it's it's un, it's basically on the floorboard of the car in the console. You can't get to it. Mm-hmm. But luckily, no one at Arrowhead tried my doors because they could have stolen my car. Could have stolen it right they from me. had a three-hour yeah. head start on me. Yeah, you'd have been gone. You'd never got that car back. And sorry, pal, you still owe on the note. <laughs> yeah. And you now you need yeah. another car and you're screwed, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I thank the humanity this time of, of Chiefs parking lot fans. You just didn't try a random door and end up stealing my car. But see, the thing about Arrowhead's parking lot, which I love, is that no matter what you need, it literally is in with three cars of where you're tailgating. Yeah, like, yeah. no matter what it is, I need this. That guy down there has got it. Now, had I had three hours before game time, sure, no problem. And you would have had ten dudes with beers over there helping and yeah, watching. Yeah. And it it, it would have been, you would have been fine. Yeah, I could have just literally just yelled, hey, has anybody had, yeah, I'll be right I'll over. I'll be right there. And everybody would have come over like us a couple of weeks ago yeah. looking at this guy's grill yeah. out in the parking lot. Right. Every guy's standing there. Everybody would have been there and would have helped Without you. Without the time and crunch, got I think I'd have been fine. It would have been done in two minutes because yeah. somebody would have had that have happened to them before. Or they've worked on a car. Or they've been somewhere yeah. where this has happened. They know exactly how to get it. You wasted time. You just need to do a shout, shout out. I should have shouted, hey, yeah. I need some help. My key's stuck. Can somebody help me? 20 guys would have come running right. over. No problem. Yeah. Yeah. No problem. I just didn't really want to advertise. If we can't get it out, though, someone could steal my car over the next three hours. Right. That was, that was, that was kind of the decision I had to make. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But the odds, too, of, of something falling like. Sometimes I, I, I check the odds. You know, we check the odds all the time for sporting no, events. absolutely. Like, a, like yeah. the odds of this, this, and this happening are, are pretty, like, or winning Powerball. Mm -hmm. the you odds have a better of, chance of winning Powerball than getting that key back, it seems right. like. Then the, then the key falling gently down there to a spot where you couldn't get it, and then through some other process, it just slinks out of out of sight. Right. The odds of that are are, are greater than Powerball. Mm, probably. Are they not? Yeah. But I also think now you need to buy one of those dividers that are on late night infomercials. Yes. Ever have trouble getting out of the car with yes. your keys? Yes. Yeah. Do you drop fries in between? You hate dropping fries. You know, you, you initially buy that thing so you don't drop food. Oh, so how many? How many? It. How many hard French fries did you find down oh. there? <laughs> none yet. It's, oh, it's, none yet. It's still new okay. enough. Right. I haven't eaten a lot in there. And your kids are older now, where they're not slobs, where they're throwing the fries up in the air and right. passing right. out. They're the messing backseat. up their own yeah. cars now. Right. It's on. Yeah. Stop eating in mine. You're not going to eat there anymore. Yeah. So anyway. I learned I learned a little something about uh, car repair again. So here we go. Uh, Patrick superlatives. They just keep on coming. We'll get to that next. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.